From Hope Made Strong, this is the Care Ministry Podcast, a show about equipping ministry leaders and transforming communities through care. Supporting those in your church and community not only changes individuals' lives, but it grows and strengthens the church. But we want to do that without burning out. So listen in as we learn about tools, strategies, and resources that will equip your team and strengthen hope. Hey there, welcome to the Care Ministry Podcast. My name is Laura Howe, and I am so excited to share that we have launched the 2024 theme for Mental Health Sunday, for our Mental Health Sunday Toolkit. Now, of course, you can choose whatever theme you want for your church. However, it can be tricky to figure out how to offer a Sunday morning service on mental health, and this is why we have created the toolkit to make it easy for you. Mental health talks are usually more like workshoppy or lecture style, like a class, but the style of a Sunday morning message is really quite different. You want to offer encouragement, you want to teach biblical principles and offer practical takeaways. This is a this is a unique type of presentation. Now, I'm not trying to minimize a Sunday sermon to simply a presentation, but I do want to recognize that talking about mental health on Sunday can feel challenging because mental health in the Bible is a little more nuanced. You're you're actually never going to find the term mental health in the Bible. But I most definitely believe that the Bible speaks to mental health. And back in episode 106, I had a great conversation about this very thing with Reverend Dr. Chris Adams. Chris identified that the Bible has a lot to say about human flourishing in a holistic perspective, and that often science points back to faith in that many of the supports being recommended by clinicians are actually spiritual practices seen throughout the Bible. But today's question at hand is about hosting a Mental Health Sunday and how you can do that, recognizing the sensitivity of mental health and the objectives of a Sunday morning message. And if I do say so myself, I think the Hope Made Strong team nailed this theme this year, and it balances these two objectives. Our theme is You Are More Than. It's really speaking to the identity of those who struggle. So often when we are at our lowest, we feel overwhelmed, struggling with depression or or anxiety, or perhaps even a new diagnosis. Our thoughts and feelings can focus in on the label that we or maybe others place upon us, but God sees us as so much more. You are more than your diagnosis. You are more than your mistakes. You are more than what people say about you. We all have mental health. I think of mental health as a continuum, where on one side of the continuum, there are people who identify as having a mental health diagnosis. And on the other side, those are people who don't identify as having a mental health diagnosis. And depending on the day or circumstance, we can move along that continuum. While I don't have a mental health diagnosis, I can say with certainty that I have struggled with symptoms of depression, anxiety, grief, ruminating thoughts, and complex relationship struggles. And likewise, some of my friends who do have a diagnosis with mental health have days, weeks, or months of feeling balanced and well and clear and thriving. 
Having a diagnosis or not does not determine your current state of mental health. And just like there's a continuum right to left of having diagnosis and not, there's also a second continuum from top to bottom, overlapping the mental health continuum, creating kind of like a T or an X. This is an up and down continuum of flourishing at the top and languishing on the bottom, where someone could be flourishing with a diagnosis and languishing without a diagnosis. So it creates four different quadrants. And I share this model of mental health to demonstrate that when you are talking about mental health, it is applicable to every single person in the room. We all flourish and we all languish and we all struggle with symptoms of mental illness, whether we have a diagnosis or not. We all have mental health. So the theme of you are more than is relatable to everyone and speaks to someone's well-being. If you want a closer look at all of the resources and downloads and templates that is in the Mental Health Sunday Toolkit, then go to mentalhealthsunday.com. And then this is a choose what you want to pay toolkit. So you can choose to give $20 or you can choose to give nothing. And this toolkit gives you absolutely everything you need to host a Sunday service on mental health. But the question that I get all of the time is that, is there a specific Sunday that you should host a mental health Sunday? And the simple answer to that is no, there is no specific week that officially is mental health Sunday. You know, whoever they are that create these days have not designated a single Sunday for a mental health Sunday. But I do think there are some great opportunities or some suggestions uh, on how to strategically pick a time that would be best suited for your church. And I want to give you some suggestions in this episode so that you can determine when is the best time for your church. Now, my first suggestion is to host a mental health Sunday in May because May is National Mental Health Awareness Month in North America. So it's very common for churches to host within this month. But to be honest, I don't know if this is a national day in other countries or other parts of the world, but if you are in a region that recognizes May as Mental Health Awareness Month, there will likely be other campaigns happening that bring awareness or bring mental health to mind. So while it's a current topic in the media, it totally makes sense to pick a Sunday in May to talk about mental health. But this brings me to my second suggestion, that you pick a time that builds off of other media campaigns. I live in Canada, and every February, one of the largest telecommunications in their country, called Bell, they have a mental health campaign called Bell Let's Talk. And in this campaign, they promote mental health awareness, resources, and have a absolutely massive fundraising campaign that everyone contributes to and participates in for mental health initiatives. This is why my church has chosen to have their Mental Health Sunday in February. We are building off of the great messaging that is already out there, and then we're offering a biblical component to what people are already talking about. So if your community or your region has an event or awareness campaign, this is a great opportunity to build off of that momentum. So first one is in May, second one is build off of other campaigns, and the third one is having a Mental Health Sunday in January. A great opportunity to talk about mental health is the first thing in the new year. People are often reflective and evaluating their routines and habits and goals, and so they're open to having conversations about health and well-being. 
Now, the marketing industry has also labeled the third Monday in January as Blue Monday. Have you heard this? Now, I believe this is purely to sell more vacations and more stuff, but the marketing, I'm going to be honest, is pretty convincing because in January, people are recouping from the potentially overspending that they may have had at Christmas. I think credit card bills come in around this time. Uh, we might be withdrawing from the family that time that we've had and community that we had over the holidays. It's been a few weeks since we really connected with our loved ones. And if you are in a northern climate like myself, by January, my goodness, we are sick of the gloomy cold days and would do almost anything for just a little bit of sunshine. So even January, whether mental health or Blue Monday, sorry, whether Blue Monday is a real thing or not. January would be a great time for a mental health Sunday. I do believe, though, that mental health Sunday is a marketing ploy, a convincing marketing ploy, but fake nonetheless. But I did find in doing some research that spring is when people are struggling with their mental health and suicidal thoughts more. So spring would be a great time. So spring would be a great time to host a mental health Sunday. You know, having worked on a crisis line for a time, uh, several months and years within a clinic and then right on the crisis line, I can confirm (laughs) that April, May, and June always seemed extraordinarily busy. We were hopping on that crisis line. There's this sense of hope and excitement and new beginnings and spring. Yet for those who are struggling, they continue to languish and the disparity of what they probably should be or what those around them are feeling versus what they're feeling is, is a struggle. This is also a really busy time of year, an expensive time of year for people. If you are part of a family, you know that April, May, June, my goodness, these are busy months and the anxiety and stress can overwhelm, uh, be overwhelming and it's at its highest. So if your church is interested in in hosting a Mental Health Sunday, I really think this is another great opportunity. So the fifth time is in October, with October 10th being World Mental Health Day. Now, it's October 10th, regardless of what day of the week it is, but having a Mental Health Sunday around that time can be really great. Now, we at Hope Made Strong highlight World Mental Health Day and celebrate it with the Digital Church Mental Health Summit. This is also a great time for your church to highlight a Mental Health Sunday service. So October is a wonderful time and season. Also, a sixth idea is if you are launching a new small group on mental health, I think hosting a mental health Sunday as part of a launching strategy to this new resource is a phenomenal idea. Many times when people hear about a, you know, like a a mental health small group, they think of a therapy group and immediately are like, nope, no thanks. This is not what I want or not what I need. But by having a mental health Sunday, we break down the stigma, we build awareness, we normalize people having struggles, then you're able to immediately point people to a group that your church is offering. One of the barriers I hear from leaders all the time about most hosting a mental health Sunday is that they don't know what to do when they open this can of worms. That if I talk about mental health from the stage, people are going to inundate the church with needs and and struggles and we won't know how to handle it. 
But I think if you have an opportunity to have a small group or referral or next steps, I think planning that out together would be absolutely phenomenal. Host your mental health Sunday and then have a next step ready and available with this new small group or program or referral. Now, the final suggestion I have about when it's an ideal time to host a mental health Sunday is if there has been a community or crisis event that requires your church to address mental health. For example, a number of years ago, my community experienced an outbreak in youth dying by suicide. Now, I hope you don't experience this tragedy in your community, but I know that many have and, and have had this tragedy or others like it. Like maybe there has been a very public mental health crisis um, from a public figure or otherwise, or there was a natural disaster or people are collectively grieving or there was a big loss, something like that, where there is a community, um, a broader community experience. Now for these moments, if you are wanting to address mental health in this crisis moment, I really, really highly recommend, like I urge you to partner with a local community mental health center or clinic and how you can effectively and appropriate discuss mental health at that time. But when there is a community event, people are desperate and are they're looking for support and hope. And this can be a key time for your church to show up and step up and offer hope and support and speak to the issues around mental health and struggle at a time where people are most um, are, are looking for it the most. And so I think that there are a lot of opportunities. Hosting a, a mental health Sunday uh, can be tricky. How do you approach this topic that is often considered, you know, or offered in a webinar or a workshop? How do you offer a biblically based hope and tools when it's really not outrightly spoken? Those words are not in the Bible. And, and perhaps you're a pastor and you're not confident or, or sure of, of how you feel or what they're, you know, all the ins and outs of mental health. And you're just not wanting to broach that topic when you're not confident. It can all feel super overwhelming. And this is exactly why we created the Mental Health Sunday Toolkit. This is a pay what you want resource that gives you everything you need to host a Sunday morning service on mental health. And I hope our conversation today has given you some ideas on when you can ideally host the service. The real answer of when you can host a mental health Sunday, well, the real answer is anytime. Anytime is a great time to talk about mental health. But there are some key times that might be beneficial or strategic to have this conversation. You know, I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful that you are willing to step into these spaces that might be uncomfortable or challenging, but you know that it's important. You know your people are needing this. And it is um, so encouraging for me to connect with all of you, knowing that you are stepping out and being willing to speak hope and life into um, these challenging, these challenging spaces. I hope this podcast was helpful. In fact, if it was helpful, would you mind doing me a favor or whether any of this podcast uh, show has been helpful? 
would you mind writing a review or rating the podcast? Now, I went to go look to see how to do this because I was like, I've asked people to do this and I don't even know how to do it myself. And I'm going to be honest, it took me a minute to find out how to how to rate and how to review a podcast. So I will sh- share with you in my Apple podcast, I went to the show, not the episode, the show, scrolled past all the episodes and down there on the bottom, there were some stars that you can rate and a click to offer a review. And then in Spotify, oh my goodness, that was an extra step even more. I had to click, I had to go to the show, click the about tab. And then in that area, there are three dots. And then you are able to click those three dots and then choose rate the show. I do not know why they made this so hard for people, but I've been told that having ratings and reviews helps people find the podcast faster. It brings it up to the top of the algorithm. Uh, So if you are able to do that, that would be absolutely incredible and so helpful. But even if you can't find the rating and the review section, you're not alone, believe me. It took me like five minutes. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I value you. I appreciate you. And I hope today's episode was both helpful and hopeful for you. Thank you so much. Take care.